Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. I am your host, Black Ice. I am Brother Julius. And we have another blockbuster show for you tonight. Um, There was a holdup for some reason in the sending of the text messages, so we wanted to wait until the text messages were sent out before we actually uh, went live on the show, giving people um, a little bit of time to call into the show. But again, we thank you so much for calling in, for tuning in, for logging in, and for those eventually that will be looking at the videos via YouTube of our YouTube channel, Truth Hour Bible Show. Um, we thank you so much for that. We have a blockbuster show for you tonight. Um, we had been saying that we were going to go deeper, brothers and sisters, in our ministry, and we talked about dealing with lessons that was a little bit harder than we would normally um, deal with or go with, brothers and sisters. And this is one of those lessons tonight that we're going to deal with. We're going to talk about both God's and Satan's marks, the signs, and the seals, brothers and sisters. Both God and Satan's marks the signs, and the seals, brothers and sisters. We're going to talk about it. We're going to point them out and let you know what they are so that um, you can be aware of them when you see them. And know which one you have. And know which one you have, as Brother Julius uh, most eloquently stated, brothers and sisters. Again, the title of the show, Mark's his signs and his seals, and God's marks and his signs and his seals. I'll say that again, brothers and sisters. Both God and Satan's marks, the signs and the seals. That's what we're going to deal with on this show, brothers and sisters. And at the end of the show, you'll be able to tell which one you have. Is it God's marks, his seals, and his signs that you have? Or is it Satan's brothers and sisters' marks, signs, and seals that you have, or that we have, brothers and sisters? So we're going to talk about it all today um, on the Bible radio show, The Truth Hour. With that being said, we appreciate those who are called into the show. We see you, Texas. We see you, Alabama. We see you, Chicago. We thank all of you all for tuning in to tonight's show. We're going to go ahead and get started, brothers and sisters. We're going to go ahead and get started. Again, we want to thank everyone for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour. For those who just tuned in, I'm your host, Black Ice. I am Brother Julius. And we want to thank you so much for another edition of the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. Our lesson plan for today is both God and Satan's 
marks. Did you know that God had a mark? Did you know that Satan has a mark? I'm pretty sure you've heard the term mark of the beast. Well, we're going to deal with that. We're going to analyze that, brothers and sisters. We're also going to deal with the signs and the seals, all of which are written here in this book called the Bible, brothers and sisters. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Brother Julius for a reading of our Psalms. Again, our subject matter today is both God and Satan's marks, the signs and the seals. Brother Julius. Good afternoon, sisters and brothers, and welcome to another edition of the Truth Hour, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. Today, we're going to deal with Psalm 70. Psalm 70, verses 1 through 5. It reads, Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backwards and put to confusion that desire my hurt. Let them be turned back for a reward of their shame that say, aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God, thou art my help and my deliverer. O Lord, make no tearing. There was five verses out of Psalm 70. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, to the hearing, and to the doing of his holy word. Sisters and brothers, we pray that prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, sisters and brothers, again, tonight's show, you're going to need your Bible. You're going to need your pencil. You're going to need your paper. You're going to need the open mind because what we're going to show you today through the word of God is that God and Satan has marks, they have seals, and they have signs. However, we got to separate the two because one is good and one is bad. Now, through this lesson, and I warn you, again, I must warn you, some may be offended. I can't. Worry about that. My job as a minister and as a watchman is to warn you from God because we got some things that's going on in the earth right now that if you're not aware of, you're going to get yourself caught right up in it. And the only thing that's going to deliver you is knowledge of the word of God because that rapture that people are looking for is not going to happen. Don't turn your radios off. Don't turn your phones off. It's not going to happen. Research the rapture. It is not scriptural. Everything going to happen, going to happen on this earth and in this earth because thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven is straight. All the problems are with the world. So, again, God got marks and seals and signs, and so does Satan. God has a church. Satan has a church. God has a doctrine. And, and Satan, Satan has a doctrine. So without further ado, Black Eyes, because we have a lot to cover, first of all, write down these definitions. We're going to show you what marks are, what the purpose of a mark is, and what is the purpose of a sign and seals. So first of all, a mark describes something or some, what, what some, something or someone belongs to. It's an identification thing. Almost like when they brand cattle, they put a mark on the cattle. 
and they brand the cattle, put the owners or the ranchers brand on the cattle. When you join a fraternity, a lot of times they will brand you with the fraternity logo, showing that you belong to their fraternity. Whatever so fraternity or sorority that you might belong to, they brand you, which is a mark, which is also a seal, which is also a sign. However, a seal describes who, what, and where. For example, Jesus Christ, that's who. Mm-hmm. Our Lord and Savior, that is what? Mm-hmm. The creator of heaven and earth, that is where. So every sovereign nation, Black Ice, has a seal or uh, identification seal up on their flag. Mm-hmm. You go to look at our president of the United States, the president's name is never on the seal because every four to eight years we elect a new president. But generally speaking, Barack Obama, that's the who. President, that is the what territory is the United States of America. Mm. So that's what a seal is. It describes who, what, and where. Everybody and a sign is something that identifies. We're going to deal with all of that, sisters and brothers, in this lesson. So get your pen, get your paper, and most importantly, get your Bible out and find out which one that you identify with. And sisters and brothers, it, it's like, uh, what did they say, black guys? Get you a sheet of paper, divide it into two. That's right. And and write down on one side all the good things and all the bad things, and then whichever one outweighs the other is the one who you belong to. Right. Same thing with the Lord. Either you belong to him or you belong to, say, the devil. So, sisters and brothers, do not, we plead with you, do not be offended. And if you will be offended, be offended enough to research so that you can work out your own salvation. And if you find yourself on the negative part of it, you can change. That's the beautiful thing about God creating man. He made you a free moral agent for you to choose. So what we ask you to do is choose wisely because however the Lord catch you when you come back, or if you die on the wrong side, you're going to get the reward of the wicked. But if you are righteous, you will get the reward of the righteous. It's mm-hmm. all that simple. There is no in-between, Black Ice. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, I want to deal with this from God's point of view. Let's do it. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Uh-huh. Genesis chapter 1. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start at the creation. We're just going to take a couple of verses out of here. Mm-hmm. So now, Black Ice, <laughs> First of all, let's find out who did the creating. Genesis 1 and 1. Come on, my brother. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Verse 3, black guys. And God said. Verse 4, black guys. And God saw the light. Verse 5, black guys. And God called the light day. Verse 6, black guys. And God said. Yes. Verse 7. And God made the firmament. Verse 8. And God called the firmament heaven. Verse 11. And God said, that's good. Now, now, it clearly identifies a character, uh-huh. brothers and sisters, uh-huh. or a, a, a subject matter uh-huh. called God. Yes. He is the character of this first chapter of the first book of the Bible. Uh-huh. Now, 
I want you to scroll down, scroll all the way down. What verse would you just leave off at? 11. Okay, that was verse 11. So now, uh, verse 26. Go ahead, Ice. Genesis 1 and 26, uh -huh. read. Yes. And God said, let us make man in our image. Uh-huh. After our likeness, uh -huh. and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, uh -huh. and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over everything that creepeth upon the earth. So that is all inclusive, made man in his image. Then if you read further, he made man the supervisor of his creation. But you know what, Julius? This is what you call learning something on the way to learning something. Uh -huh. When he said he created man, he came right back and said, let them. Yes. So man constitutes both male and female. That is called mankind, Black Eyes. Man is the species. Uh -huh. Male and female are the gender. So now skip all the way down to verse 31, and let's find out what day. Because on your, on your own, read the whole chapter of Genesis, the first chapter, you will find out that it is a blueprint of the creation. Again, a blueprint of the creation. But man put chapters in there. Man put verses in there. But God actually did the creation. Uh, this is the actual word of God. So now, black eyes, now, verse 31, read 31. And God saw everything that he had made, uh -huh. and behold, it was very good. It was very good. Continue. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Brothers and sisters, this also no, no. tells you. We read that again. It says, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Read that again. It says, and God saw everything that he had made, uh -huh. and behold, it was very good. Uh -huh. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Oh, the I'm sixth sorry. day. The sixth day. There See, you go. sisters and brothers, you've got to be careful because if you misspeak uh, mis one word, you throw the That's whole right. scripture, the whole meaning, and the whole Bible off because the whole Bible That's is right. predicated off of time. That's right. That's why he said in the evening and the morning were the first day uh, all the way till you got to the sixth day. Mm -hmm. So now, right. but then the, the sixth day is the evening and the morning too. That's right. But he did all his creation, including everything, including man, in six days. That's right. And a day to the Lord is as what I as equal to a thousand years. And a thousand years. So in six six thousand years, the Lord created everything that exists. And it said that so man and the beast, everything was made on the sixth day, and that's and that's and that's script. Mm -hmm. Now, let's go to chapter two, verse one. Genesis, Genesis chapter 2? Yes. Verse 1? Verse 1, and begin reading at verse 1, I And it reads, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, mm -hmm. and all the host of them. Mm -hmm. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Remember, Genesis, the first chapter, is a blueprint of the creation. Mm -hmm. Read verse 3 again, I Verse Verse 2. And God, and on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And he rested on the first day? On the seventh day, brother. On Duke. the seventh day. Mm. Go ahead, Ice. Verse 3. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, and, became, and because that, and he had rested from all his work which God created and made. So, Black Ice, what does the word sanctified mean? Set apart. Or separate. Mm-hmm. So, he separated and set apart the seventh day because seven is a difference between seven and one, seventh and first. Mm -hmm. So now continue at verse four. Now watch this, black guy. Brothers and sisters, we're going to end this part, part one of 
both God and Satan's <laughs> mark, signs, and seals, brothers and sisters. We are ending this part one. We're going to go ahead and pick up the part two. We ended at Genesis 2 and 3. Yeah. So make sure that you pick up on the second part, brothers and sisters, because it's going to get deep. We are identifying to you, brothers and sisters, uh-huh. that God has a mark. He has a sign and he has a seal. And, and a date. starting right here, brother and sisters, to give you an a, a, a indication, the seventh day. Seventh day. Wow. Brothers and sisters, for those who just tuned in, you're tuned in to the Bible radio show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. Our subject matter today is both God and Satan's mark signs and seals. We're indicating to you right now, we just indicated to you that God set aside a specific day of the week, brothers and sisters. Yes. A specific day of the week. So we're going to go ahead and start our part two. Genesis. Part brothers and sisters, for those who just tuned in, you're tuned in to the Bible radio show, The Truth Hour. This is part two of both God and Satan's Mark, Signs, and Seals. We are in the book of Genesis. We started off in Genesis chapter one. We worked our way up to Genesis chapter two. We just found out that God had a specific day of the week that he set aside and rested, set apart, sanctified it. He called it his Sabbath day. It was the seventh day of the week, or to make it in plain terms, in today's times, from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Brother Julius. Continue at Genesis chapter 2 and verse 4. Now remember, Genesis chapter 1 is the blueprint of the creation, including the blueprint of the creation of man. Now we're in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 4. Come on, black guys. These are the generations of the heavens. Of the heavens. And of the earth. Yes. When they were created in yes. the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. So how many heavens is ice? On your own, we're going to show you uh, a little bit later. On your own, go to 2 Corinthians 12 and 2. But how many earths is it, ice? Mm. One earth, mm-hmm. but three heavens. Continue at verse 5. Watch this, sisters and brothers. Watch this. Go ahead. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth. Before. And every herb of the field before it grew. Before. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. And what? And there was not a man to till the ground. So when did the Sabbath day come into existence? Before man. Before man was created. Why? Read verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground uh-huh. and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So now, because he told you before, uh, he told you before what we just read, that there was not a man to till the ground. But yet he told you in chapter 1 how he created the man, what purpose he created the man. Now, chapter 2 and verse 7, he bringing the man forth. So now the seventh day is separated or set apart by God before the creation of man. Like another lesson, we can show you there was war in heaven. Mm-hmm. But watch this, Black Eyes. Let me show you something else. So on one column, put down seventh day, set apart, sanctified by God. Now let's That's go. That's going to go in God's column, brothers and sisters. Absolutely. We haven't touched Satan's column yet, but write that down in God's column. Yes. The seventh day of the week, yes. which is Saturday, brothers and sisters, yes. from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, he set that day apart. Put that in God's column, Brother Julius. Let's go, black guys, to Exodus. Exodus. Second book of the Bible, brothers and sisters. 20th chapter. Exodus, the 20th chapter. Exodus, the 20th chapter. Let's see if God changes. Exodus, the 20th chapter. Let's see if God changes. If God changes. 
Exodus 20 uh-huh. and verse 1, black guys. And God spake all these words, saying, uh-huh. I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, uh-huh. out of the house of bondage. Yes. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Yes. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images. Let's stop right there. Wow. In Satan's column, brothers and sisters, put the word graven images, yes. brothers and sisters. Put that in Satan's column. That's anything that you refer to as a remembrance of your God. Anything. We don't care whether it's a cross. What? We don't care whether it's a dove. We don't care whether it's a fish. We don't care whether it's the sun, moon, star. What about praying hands? Praying hands, unk. Anything, brothers and sisters. He said, thou shalt make unto thee thou shalt not thou shalt not make unto thee any any graven images it didn't specify in other words brothers and sisters if you are wearing something or have something in your home that you call a religious brothers and sisters a religious emblem or symbol that represents your god brothers and sisters you are in error according to this law and the scripture. So put that in Satan's column. Any image, brothers and sisters. Verse, verse, verse 4, black eyes. Or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above. Stop, stop. That means that, see, all symbols and all images are not bad. But when you begin to equalize them to God. This represents my God. Well, it reminds me, idolatry is all about remembrance, sisters and brothers. Mm. Black ice of anything in heaven above. That means no, no doves. Mm-hmm. Uh, no stars, no what about, stars, no moon. What about angels that you see in some churches? <clears throat> Nothing in heaven above. Come on, black some ice. people have those on the car, on the, on the uh, rearview mirror. Wow. The angels swinging around, brothers and sisters. Uh, what they think is an angel. And what kind of angel is it? God got different types of angels. Come on, wife. Or that is in the water underneath the earth. Uh huh. That, that is, is fish. That is everything in the creation. In heaven above, on the earth below, or in the waters under the earth. Come on, wife. Now, that was the first instruction. The first instruction is don't make none of it. Uh huh. The second instruction is thou shalt not bow down thyself to them. Because, see, I know what y'all are going to say. I got these images. I got a cross, but I don't bow down to it. But it's well, the image. first instruction was not to make one. Wow. The second instruction was not to bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. Uh-huh. For I am the Lord thy God, uh-huh. am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. So, and what else, black guy? And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. So one of the signs of God is mercy, grace. Mercy, but on Satan's side, iniquity. You can put that or sin. That's in Satan's column, black guys. So now the Lord giving you, we're not going to read all this to you, but we're going to get to what we're really after here. Now, verse 8. This verse 8 is a day and a law and a commandment just like all the other ones. Now remember, everything else is a commandment, but this is a day and a law. And the commandment. Now, remember, brothers and sisters, we already got in God's column the the seventh day of the week, Uh Saturday, which is the seventh day. In Satan's column, we got 
images, brothers and sisters. Wow. Graven images, no wow. matter what they be. Wow. Okay? Now, here it is, verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Wait a minute. How does that start out? Remember the remember? Sabbath the day and keep it holy. So, in other words, remember day number 7 and keep it holy. That means you keep it separated, pure, unblemished, because that day identifies you with God. So what if somebody come to you, Brother Julius, and say, well, um, the day that I set apart is on Sunday. Okay, well, this is, this is I know it's the first day of the week, but this is what we do in this country. God is bigger than your country, brothers and sisters. He's bigger than this world. What? So no matter what the world tells you to do, God trumps what the world tells you to do. Well, let's go to, let's fix that. Let's mm-hmm. go to, and see if you could do, let's go to Isaiah, the 58th chapter. Isaiah, the 58th, well, y'all Old Testament, y'all Old Testament, don't worry, be patient. We're going to get to the New Testament. God don't change, black guy. He ain't like man. He can't lie, and he don't change. Isaiah, chapter 58. Chapter 58, uh-huh. Isaiah chapter 58, for those who just tuned in, you're tuned in to the Bible radio show, uh-huh. The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. Yeah. Our subject matter today is both God and Satan's marks, signs, and seals, yeah. brothers and sisters. We asked you to make two columns. One would be Satan's column, one would be God's column, brothers and sisters, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We uh-huh. already got the Sabbath day in God's column. Uh-huh. We got Images, graven images, uh-huh. those things that would be made out of wood, stone, gold, statue stone, any type of image, brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. Yes. So we're going to pick this up at Isaiah 58. And verse 1. And verse 1. Watch this. Watch this, sister brothers. Remember, if you're offended, look up these things that we're going to tell you. Come on, black guy. Cry aloud. Uh-huh. Fear not. Yes. Lift up thy voice. Like a trumpet. Uh-huh. And show my people their transgressions. Their what, Black Ice? Their sins, Brother Julius. Their, their errors. Come on, Black Ice. And the house of Jacob, their sins. Come on. Yet they seek me daily uh-huh. and delight to know my ways yes. as a nation that did righteousness uh-huh. and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They act like they're serving me and they act like they ain't forgotten none of my ordinances or, or my feast days or my holy days. But... Bring their sins up to them, black guys. Bring their errors up to them. Go ahead. Look what you do in your fast. Go ahead. They ask of me the ordinance of justice. Uh-huh. They take delight in approaching to God. They ask of me the ordinance of justice. They take delight in coming to me, but what, I? Wherefore have we fasted, say they. Uh-huh. And thou seekest not. Thou seest not. Lord, why are we doing all this stuff for you? And we giving our hearts and souls and minds to you, but yet we ain't getting no results. Come on, wife. Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, uh-huh. and thou takest no knowledge? What do they? What do the people do, black guy? Behold, yes. In the day of your fast, you find pleasure, uh-huh. and exact all your labor. So remember, the Lord said, in the day of your fast, you take pleasure. The Lord give you the day of atonement, outlined in Leviticus the twenty third chapter, the only day of the year that the Lord commands a fast. But you say that's Jewish. Oh, we don't need that. We under grace. But then you do your fast, but you eating on your fast. You fasting for three or four hours, and then you going to eating, you going to drinking, you doing your exercises. That's not a fast. Mm-hmm. To a biblical fast is deny yourself of food and substance. 
So now the Lord said, my ways are not like your ways, and my thoughts are not like your thoughts. Come on, black guy. Look how the people fast. Go ahead. Verse 4. Behold, you fast for strife and debate. Yeah. And to smite with the fist of wickedness. Your fasting. There's no humility in your fast. You say I'm fasting, but you're cussing your coworkers out. You say I'm fasting, but you're cussing your husband and your wife or your children out. You you, you fast and, and, and fix your faith and make yourself look pious, but that's not a fast. You're doing it to be seen. It's not dedicated to the Lord. You think it is, but it's not. Read, I. You shall not fast as you do this day to, to do make what, your I? voice to be heard on high. You do it for people to look at you and say, oh, he or she so is fasting. They show is serving the Lord. Come on, I. Verse 5. It, is it such a fast that I have that I have chosen? Absolutely not. Go ahead. A day for a man to afflict his soul? Uh-huh. Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush? Uh-huh. And to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Come on. Would thou call this a fast? Uh-huh. And an acceptable day of the to the Lord? Go ahead, Ice. Toulouse? Is not this the fast that I have chosen? Go ahead, Ice. To well, loose the bands this of wickedness? Is a, this is the way that you do in the Lord's fast. You afflict your souls, but then you do this to also. Come on. To loose the bands of wickedness? Yes. To undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free? Uh-huh. And that ye break every yoke. In other words, whatever's oppressing people, you try to help them and you yourself get out of this. Brothers and sisters, this is part two of both gods and Satan's marks. Signs and seals, brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. We're getting deep into it. Here we go. We're in the middle of this, brothers and sisters, but we want you to hang on for part three, brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. And we have to do this for the sake of the YouTube video viewers so that they can have enough time to view these lessons and parts, brothers and sisters. Yes. We're going to go ahead and start off part three, brothers and sisters. Let's We're going to go ahead right and up. pick up at part three. Let me go ahead and introduce it to those who will be coming on. We want to thank everyone for coming into the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. Um, this is part three, brothers and sisters, of both God and Satan's Mark signs and uh-huh. seals. We, uh, we're in the middle of Isaiah, the 58th chapter. Uh-huh. We were talking about different things that men and women do, seeking themselves to be pleasing in the eyes of God, brothers yes. and sisters, yes. but not doing it God's way. Doing it our own way, brothers and sisters. Absolutely. God has one way. And no matter what we try to add to it, brothers and sisters, we're actually taken away from it, Brother Julius. Let's go back to Isaiah 58, and we're going to pick up verse 13 and 14, and we're going to be out of this. Isaiah 58, 13 and 14. Go ahead. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, Uh from doing thy pleasure on my holy day. On whose holy day? The Lord's holy day, brother. So the Sabbath is whose day, I? The Lord's Day. On my holy day, yes. And call the Sabbath a delight. Uh-huh. The holy of the Lord honorable and sh- shalt honor him, uh-huh. not doing thine own ways, uh-huh. nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words. So, Black guys, we just found out that the, the we went all the way back to Genesis right here, where the Lord set apart the Sabbath day, the seventh day, and made it holy. So now... The people say, well, the Sabbath day is any day you rest. How could that be And you're not supposed to do no work? We're, we know we're in captivity, but we're talking about when you know better and that you can do better. And not only that, Brother Julius, let's just break it down and let's just ask you this. If 
The seventh day of the week, brothers and sisters, is Saturday. Yep. And God set that day aside, brothers and sisters. Then how did the day become Sunday? Ooh. How did the day become Sunday, brothers and sisters? How did the whole world change the day from Saturday to Sunday, brothers and sisters? Uh-huh. Well, there's a couple of things that you can research on your YouTube search, I mean, I'm sorry, on your Google search engine, brothers and sisters, uh-huh. as far as who changed the Sabbath day, and you're going to get a whole lot of things, brothers and sisters. It says right here, and we're on the site so far, um, logo apostolic, um, apostolic. apostolic.org. Uh-huh. It says right here, um, brothers and sisters, um, several things. It says, on the vernal day of the sun. Venerable. Venerable day of the sun. How is that spelled? V-E-N. The the day of the what? The day of the sun. How do you spell that sun? S-U-N. Go ahead. It says right here, it says, um, let the magistrates and the people residing in the cities rest. And let all workshops be closed Uh in the country. However, persons engaged in agriculture may freely and lawfully continue their pursuits because it often happens that another day is not so suitable Uh for game sowing or for vine planting, lest be neglecting the proper moment for such operations. The bounty of heaven should be lost Uh given the seventh day of March. Brothers and sisters, this was... 321 A.D. The first Sunday law of Constantine the first, who uh, ordained Sunday as the Christian day of worship, but it's called Sun's Day or Dies Solis. And let, let's just break the it down. Sun worship. Let's just break it down a little bit further, brothers and sisters. It mentions this is the law of Constantine. Not the law of God, but the law of Constantine, this Roman emperor. Let's analyze this law, brothers uh-huh. and sisters, and type in your search engine the law of Constantine. Uh-huh. How Constantine changed God's holy day from Saturday to Sunday. This is what it says of Constantine's law. Let all the judges and the town people and the occupation of all trades rest on the Venerable, venerable day of the sun. Sun that shines, not S O N S U N, sisters and brothers. Come on, Ice. But let those who are situated in the country freely and full and liberty, full liberty attend to the business of agriculture. Why? It's brothers and sisters. It says Constantine, Constantine's empire was predominantly for sun worship. Wow. Wow. So now. That correlates black eye, and Constantine was emperor of what? Of Rome, and it says here, uh-huh. so this was not a law to favor Christianity, uh-huh. but but rather the venerable, but venerable. venerable day of the sun, uh-huh. which was the day of the dominating sun worship religion at that time. So we just found out that Sunday is for what, I Sun worship. This is documented history. Have you not noticed that? Pope Francis has recently, from the Vatican, put out a ecclesiastes to let all people worship on Sunday, and he's saying that 
Sunday, the world is in trouble because people are not, enough people are not worshiping on Sunday. But we just read in the Bible that the Lord's Day is the seventh day. Let's read it, Brother Julius. Read it, I Here it is. We're on the internet, ktfnews.com. ktfnews.com. It says, Pope Francis promotes Sunday wow. rest. Wow. It says, like his predecessors, Pope Francis is promoting Sunday rest. Uh-huh. The Pope said that opening stores and other businesses on Sunday is not beneficial to society. Uh, what? Abandoning the traditionally Christian practice of not working on Sundays has a negative impact on families and friendships, what? he said. Brothers and sisters, he is a quote-unquote man of God that the whole world looks at for spiritual guidance. Read that black guy's right there. It says, through the Pope, the though the Pope did not mention attending church service, uh-huh. services on Sunday, uh-huh. papal promotion of Sunday rest is laying the foundation for Sunday worship. So, black guys, Sunday is a sign and a mark of... Say it, brother. Say it, brother. The devil... God did not give us Sunday. Wait, brother, but brother Jesus, why why are you saying the devil? Well, let's go to Revelation the thirteenth chapter, and we're gonna come right back here Ike, because we want to go to Mark the second chapter. Brothers and sisters, I know this is shocking to some, but it's true, and I know that this may be hurtful to some. Uh huh. And we're not questioning how good of a person some of our religious leaders are. They may feed the hungry. They may clothe the poor, brothers and sisters. They may go visit the sick in hospitals, those uh-huh. who are in locked up in prisons, brothers and sisters. But when you change God's doctrine, brothers and sisters, you become anti-Christ, brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. Now, we're going to read something to you out of the Bible. And Revelation 13 chapter is actually about the... The Antichrist, what he going to do when he comes, and those who are leading up to his coming. He is a man, and he's probably, most likely, on the scene right now. But we got to continue to wait to see if he's going to continue what he's supposed to do. Revelation 13, Black Eyes. Now, this is end-time prophecy, brothers and sisters. We're in the, we're in the last book Again, of the Bible. This is end-time prophecy, so these things have, have not happened yet, but we're giving you a sign. A sign. We're giving you a sign to look for so that you would know the sign of the time and what you need to do and what to expect so you won't marvel at these things when you begin to see these things. Revelations chapter 13. Verse 1. And we're going to skip. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, Uh and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blasphemy. Now what we're reading is about... Ancient and modern Rome, ancient Papua, ancient modern the Roman Empire, which is the beast with seven heads and ten horns, and then on this side of it, it is the ten horns. But Come you on, gotta bro. underline that key word blasphemy, brothers and sisters. Yeah. You don't deal with the word blasphemy unless you deal with the church and unless you deal with the doctrine. Wow. Revelation 13 and 2. Here we go, Ice. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. Leopard, and that's feet, the Greek empire. And his feet were as the feet of a bear. That's the Medo-Persian empire. 
and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. Ancient Babylon. Go ahead. And the dragon gave him his power. And what else? And his seat. Uh huh. And great authority. So now, verse three, black guy. So did we know that the dragon is none other than Satan, the devil, that's pushing these people or this organization? And we mean organization. And he's given his power, brothers and sisters, to a system, to a government, and to a church. Revelation wow. 13 and 3. Come on. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. Uh-huh. And his deadly wound was healed. Rome was prophesied to rise and fall ten times. Ten times. Now she's back. She's back in the ten time right now, but in the form of Western Europe, which has ten heads or ten power nations. And whether you know it or not, brothers and sisters, that cross, which was given to you by a Roman emperor, Emperor Constantine, right? if you go to a church that has Sunday as a set-aside day of service right? and a cross as its symbol, brothers and sisters. Put that in the symbol of the column. It's Roman Catholicism. Roman Catholicism. No matter whether you call it Baptist, Agnostic, Pentecostal, Church of God in Christ, brothers and sisters. Sorry, Baptist. If you got that day and that symbol. And what, what day? Sunday. Because it is a sign and a mark of who you really belong to. Sisters and brothers, we mean no offense. It is the gospel truth. Watch this, black guy. So now if you're worshiping on Sunday, continue to read because the book said that the deadly wound was healed. In other words, now this pope is, and, his, and the predecessor before him both made apologies for the atrocities, atrocities that they did on the world during the Inquisitions. Mm-hmm. How the church persecuted the Protestants. Now she wants the Protestants back. That's why all the big-time televangelists and spiritual leaders of the United States have to go over to Rome and meet with the pope. This thing is happening. On your own, research the Pope's itinerary for all of 2014. It was a recovery mission. Right? Who wrote Purpose Driven Life, Brother Julius? Uh, I don't want to say his name, but it's Pastor R.W. I'll say that. And who did he meet with, Brother Julius? The Pope. He met Pope Francis. Pope Francis. <laughs> Whole lot of charismatic leaders met with Pope Francis. Isn't it interesting how John Boehner, brothers and sisters, the Speaker of the House, met with the Pope, invited him to speak to Congress. Wow. And then after his visit, stepped down? You don't think that that's a coincidence? How is it that Cuba freed the United States and Cuba are back into good relations? The Pope orchestrated that, brothers and sisters. Go look at his itinerary. Revelation 13. Revelation 13. And how much time we got, Black Eyes, on this segment? Brothers and sisters, (laughs) this is part three. Thank you so much, Brother Julius, of... Both gods and Satan's marks, signs, and seals, brothers wow. and sisters. Wow. We're getting good. We're getting deep. Tune in wow. for part four. Wow. Stay tuned. Wow. Brothers and sisters, we know it's getting very deep, and some of you all are Please. concerned about our safety. Please look into it. Brothers and sisters, I know some of you all are concerned about our safety um, when it comes to speaking this um, this truth, brothers and sisters, but we want you to know that we're going to be all right. We were born in this world to die, brothers and sisters, and we are sacrifices for the word of God, brothers and sisters, so we're not worried about this. Hey, listen, if the Lord be with us, black eyes, who could be against us? But, but at, the, at the same time, saints ministers are busy, busy deceiving and working for him, so God got his people 
everywhere working for him. Have you not noticed that Christians are starting to be more and more persecuted around the world? And not only that, this knowledge, Brother Julius, wow. is being more and more revealed. Let me go ahead and start this for part four. For those who just tuned in, brothers and sisters, you're uh-huh. tuned in to part four of both God and Satan's Marks, Signs, and Seals. We got real deep, brothers and sisters. Wow. Right now we're in the book of Revelation. Let's go to Revelation 13 and uh-huh. 6. Because now whoever the spiritual leader is, he is blaspheming. That means he's putting himself in the seat of God. Revelation 13 and 6. You've got to go back and listen to parts 1 through 3, brothers and sisters. Wow. you got to go back. Revelation 13 and 6, and it reads, uh-huh. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God. To blaspheme his name. To blaspheme his name. And his tabernacle. And his tabernacle. And them that dwell in heaven. Come on. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints. To make war with the saints? You mean somebody's going to be persecuted? You mean the wicked shall persecute the righteous, but deceive the the, the masses of the nations to go against the, the righteous through deception? Come on. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Uh-huh. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. What is the only and the biggest religion in the world that has a diocese in every nation? Mm. This is why all the nation's spiritual leaders and political leaders have to meet with this guy. Continue at verse 8, Black Eyes. Verse, uh, uh, yeah, verse 8. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. Uh-huh whose names are not written in the book of life of right. the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. One more verse, verse 9. If any man have an ear, let him hear. So, Black Eyes, continue at verse 12, or verse 11, because this guy is very charismatic. He talks like he's really peace and love and joy. But look how he's speaking. I said verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, uh-huh. and he had two horns like a lamb. Jesus is the Lamb of God. Go ahead. He had two horns like a lamb, uh-huh. and he spake as a dragon. Because his doctrine, black eyes. Go ahead. And he exercises all the power of the first beast before him, uh-huh. and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. So this altar that he holds, every Body before him did the same thing, but now it intensifies more and more, and it's becoming more and more enforced. So now, what is he going to do, Black Eyes, at verse uh, 15, uh, 15? Yes, go ahead. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast. What is the image of the beast? Bam. Mm-hmm. Every Ash Wednesday, you go and you stand before the priest. He puts his ashes in your head in the form of this. And then overseas they do it over right here and in your forehand, in your in your in your, in your forehand, setting you up for what I continue. And, and verse, he, verse fifteen again. And he had the power to give life unto the image of the beast, uh-huh. that the image of the beast should both speak uh-huh. and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And what else he gonna do, I? Here we go. This is and this is yet future. Come on. And he calls of all, both small and great, uh-huh. rich and poor, uh-huh. free and bond. That's everybody, Ice. Go ahead. To receive a mark. A what? To receive a mark. Where? In their right hand or in their foreheads. That's two. So on that on that uh same column, on that on that uh same column, you put mark, 
forehead, right hand. Is there a religion, brothers and sisters, that's marking your forehead and that's marking your hand, brothers and sisters? That's so, yep. Is there any religion that's putting a mark on your forehead? And if you don't receive this mark, that's yet to come because this is a pre-runner for the mark. Now, verse 17, here it is. Here it gets scary, black guys, but not for service of God. We're looking for this. Come on, wife. And that no man might buy or sell. Oh, so this man is going to have the power of economics. Come on, wife. Save he that had the mark uh-huh. or the name of the beast or, or the number of his name. You mean a number? So it's not a microchip. What is it, black guys? Verse 18. Here is wisdom. Uh-huh. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast. Why? For it is the number of a man, uh-huh. and his number is 600, three score, and six. So basically, what number, Ice? Six, six, six. That is the number of a man, and that's the number that I'm going to have. But check this out, Black Ice. Black Ice, let's go to Mark chapter 2. We're coming down to the end of our show, brothers and sisters. Um, Mark chapter 2. It's been a blockbuster show so far, but we're going to get a little bit deeper, brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. And then we're going to go to the phone lines right after the show. So if you have any questions or concerns about anything, uh-huh. or maybe you needed us to clarify a certain scripture that we went over, then you'll get that chance to do that right after we close. And this the is show. just an abbreviated lesson, sisters and brothers. We got so much more to this. Mark chapter 2 and 23, I. Mark 2 and 23. We're going to pick up the reading a little bit. Mark 2 and 23. And go ahead. And it came to pass that he went through the cornfield. Who did, Ice? On the Sabbath day. Uh-huh. And his disciples began as they went to pluck the ears of corn. Who? So who had disciples? The Lord, Jesus Christ. And go ahead. And the Pharisees said unto him, Behold, why do they on the Sabbath day that uh, which is not lawful? Because... And look what Jesus told them at verse 27. Go ahead. Verse 27. Uh-huh. And he said unto them, uh-huh. the Sabbath was made for man. The Sabbath was made for man because it was made before man because the Sabbath day points toward the end or identifies the end of man. That's why it is with number seven because seven in the Bible is completion, sisters and brothers. So the Sabbath day points toward the end of man. Mm-hmm. Because that is the Lord's day of rest, representing what 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 period of black ice? The millennium period, mm-hmm. or the thousand year of rest, where there's no more Satan for a thousand years. Got another another lesson, but it's pertinent to this. Continue, black ice, at verse twenty-eight. Therefore, the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. Wait a minute, of the uh, first day of the seventh day, brother. So Jesus. if the Lord is the is the is the Lord of the Sabbath day of the thousand year millennium period, brothers and sisters, which is one day, which mm-hmm. he represents the, the Sabbath day. What's the who the first day belongs to? I belongs to Satan, brothers and sisters. I, I didn't write it. I, I just the brothers. I did not write it. Let's go to Acts the thirteenth chapter. I we're going to go ahead and go through this real quickly, brothers and sisters. Acts we, the thirteenth chapter. We got five minutes left on our show. Five minutes left. Hang on the line. Acts, the book of Acts. Uh huh. 13, book of of Acts, 13 chapter. Uh And again, brothers and sisters, it's good when we can give you knowledge that you can research yourself outside of the Bible also as well. We're talking about both God and Satan's marks, signs, and seals, Uh brothers and sisters, and seals. But what what day are we in, Black Ice? We're in the New Testament. Uh Acts 13 and 13. Come on, Ice. Acts 13 and 13. And read it. And it says, 
Now, when Paul and his company loosed from Paphos, uh-huh. they came to Perga and Pophelia, uh-huh. and John, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. And what happened? I... But when they departed from Perga, they came to Antioch and Pisidia uh-huh. and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. On what ice? On the seventh day of the week, Saturday on the Sabbath day, Brother Julian. And what number day is that? That's the seventh day. Continue at verse 15. And sat down. Yes. And after the reading of the law. And after what? The reading of the law. No, the running back and forth in the church. No, the reading of the law and the prophets, uh-huh. the rulers of the synagogues. That's sent, the Old and New Testament. Come on. Sent unto them, saying, ye men and brethren, uh-huh. if you have any word of exhortation for the people, say on. So Paul began to give the people uh, the word of God as was written in the law. Mm-hmm. But Skip down to verse 42. Remember, it was only Jews at that time in the New Testament church. The Gentiles have not yet been brought in. But now look what happened at 42, black guys. Go ahead. Now, when the congregation was broken up, uh-huh. many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, uh-huh. who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. Now, skip down to verse 42 and continue. 42. Read 42. You want me to skip down to 42 or no, back up? back up to 42. Okay. Go ahead. And when the Jews were going out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that, that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. What? The next first day? No, the next seventh day, Brother Julius. So now, when the Jews left out of the synagogue, the, the, the Gentile was gleaning. They was listening, Black Ice, because at that time, it wasn't time for the Gentiles to come into the church, the New Testament church at that time, which was restricted to Jews only. At that time. But verse 43, Black Ice. 44. I want you to read verse 43 again. again. Yeah. Okay. Now, when the congregation was broken up, many uh-huh. of the Jews and the religious proselytes. Those are people that had been brought up, uh, 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 brought back, who had left other religions and came into what they called Judaism, really uh, Christianity. Come on, Ice. Followed Paul and Barnabas, uh-huh. who speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. And what happened the next day, Ice? And the next Sabbath... Day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. The next what day? The next Sabbath day. That was seven days after the Saturday that they went and worshipped on, brothers and sisters. So, but 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 back up and read verse fourteen. I'm going here for a reason. Back up and read fourteen one more time. But when they departed from Perga, uh-huh. they came to Antioch and Pisidia and went into the synagogue uh-huh. or church uh-huh. on the Sabbath day and sat down. Okay, now let's back up to Luke. Luke chapter 4. We've got a few more minutes. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Uh-huh. And pick it up at verse 14. Luke 4 and 14. Uh-huh. And it reads, uh-huh. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. Uh-huh. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. Uh-huh. And he taught in their synagogue, yes. being glorified of all. And and he taught in their synagogue. And where? Same synagogues that Paul then went to. Come on, Ice. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. Uh-huh. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. And did what? And stood up for to read. On what day, Black Eyes? The Sabbath day. On the Sabbath day. Because the Sabbath day is a sign, it is a seal, and it's a mark of God. Let me explain to you something, brothers and sisters. Satan is a copycat. He always has been. You have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Brother Julius. Wow. Then you got Satan, the false prophet, 
and the Antichrist. You got God setting aside Saturday, the seventh day of the week. Satan is setting aside Sunday, the first day of the week, brothers and sisters. And there are many, many more examples, brothers and sisters, like that, that we can give you. Can we go to, let's go to this place that you always love to go to, 2 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. We're going to close out with and this, we, we got sisters. to close out here. We have to close out here. 2 Corinthians. If this don't persuade you, I don't know what will. 2 Corinthians. Uh, 11. 11. We're going to read to you, brothers and sisters. Did you know that there were two Jesuses? Wow. That one, Satan, Satan got his own Jesus, brothers and sisters. Wow. And then there's the true Jesus of this Bible. Which one are we worshiping? Wow. 2 Corinthians 11 and verse 1. Go ahead. Well, start at verse 2. Verse 2. Yes. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused to you to one husband. Paul said, I may introduce you to one doctrine. Go ahead. That I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Go ahead. But I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtility, uh-huh. so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Paul is warning about the coming of false teachers and false prophets. Come on, wife. Verse 4. Uh-huh. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, what? whom we have not preached, uh-huh. or if ye receive another spirit which you have not received, uh-huh. or another gospel yes. which you have not accepted, you might well bear with him. That means contend with them, challenge them. Verse 13, nice. Verse 13, and we're going to close out, because this is your final warning, sisters and brothers. Go ahead. For such are false apostles, false apostles? deceitful workers, Transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. Why? And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of the light. Come on, one more verse. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to his works. Wow. God got a day, Saturday. Satan got a day, Sunday. God got his son, Jesus. And the Holy Ghost that delivers the message to man. Satan got the false prophet and the Antichrist, brothers and sisters. God has a church. Satan has a church. God has ministers, brothers and sisters. Satan has ministers. It's just all that plain and simple, brothers and sisters. Who do you belong to? But you won't know who you belong to until you read this word. And this word defines to you, which one is really from God and which one is really from Satan. Brothers and sisters, we thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Network. Please go back and listen to parts one through three to get the full understanding of this lesson today, both God and Satan's marks, signs, and and seals. Peace. Brothers and sisters, we pray that you were edified and that God was glorified with today's lesson. We're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines, and we're going to find out what you thought about tonight's show. But again, we're going to close this show with our motto, if you cannot read it. Then sisters and brothers, please, please do not believe it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.